Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 8.04, time to call Shenerovich, Shenerovich and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. Jeff Hathorne was on with us in the last hour, and he said his biggest takeaway from the Dubas press conference is that Kyle thought that the Penguins could build around those four guys, including Carlson, and get younger and still contend. And so Paul asked us during the break, he said, do you really think that Dubas believes that? And I do wonder what the marching orders are from the Fenway Sports Group. Like, I always thought that Hextall, even though he did an awful job with what he was tasked, Hextall was tasked with protect the future but also win now, which I feel is like an impossibility. But do you guys think that Dubas believes, or do you think Dubas believes we can do that. We can get younger and still win with this core. Or do you think it's a directive from Fenway Sports Group? We got to squeeze every ounce of liquid out of this core. I absolutely wholeheartedly do not believe that he believes that. Yeah. I, I think he's like, okay, like 87, that's one thing, but everybody else is expendable in my mind. I want to make different moves and make sure that this roster is the way that I see it. But this is what I, you know, this is what I'm dealt. I mean, in a lot of situations, in most situations in business, unless you're the the main person making calling the shots, you really don't have a say so. I mean, that's just what it is. And it's like, okay, this is how we do it. You're going to be the person that facilitates it with our vision and with our voice. And it's just going to go through you. Um, I don't think that Dubas, you know, I, I think that if it was up to him, he'd get rid of 71, he'd get rid of 58, he'd get rid of everybody. And he, he wouldn't even – if, as soon as he stepped foot in Pittsburgh, he would have did that. If he doesn't have any emotional attachment to those no, guys. No. Which I think in a lot of these instances, whenever you're talking about breaking up a, a great dynastic run, a lot of the time you're talking about a general manager or, or leadership or ownership, and we don't even have that now, that is so emotionally invested in the guys that they can't tear it down. You know, we've even seen here in Pittsburgh, you know, they had a tough time moving on from Chuck Knoll. It's a different... It's a different kind of deal, but you have a tough time moving on from him. The game was clearly passing him by, but you had an emotional investment in a guy that won you four championships, and people liked the guy, beloved the guy in a lot of instances. It's tough to do that. But Dubas, he didn't win anything with these guys. Mario doesn't own the team anymore. Uh, and, and I think the other thing about it is if you're a hockey person, you kind of know. You, you know what you're looking at. And, and, and to Doran's point, he would have broken the thing up. If he had, that's why I don't know if it's fair to really evaluate. Like we did the grades of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you can evaluate him because I don't know how much 
he really has in terms of the ability. It's almost like, well, you can come in and it's going to be your show, except for you can't do this, 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 and this. And it's like, well, those things are probably the things that give us the best They're chance of getting key. better, right? Those are the, those are the things that if you really want to get better, we have to be able to do some of it. Okay, well, you can't, but you can do all this other stuff. And so, to me, I think he's being a good company man, and I think he's saying the right things. Uh, but at some point, they're going to have to let him do what he does. And he was highly sought after, right. highly thought of, Kyle Dubas. And here's the thing. I've seen people on social media argue, no, Fenway Sports Group doesn't know hockey, so they brought in Dubas to oversee all things hockey. Okay, but I think most of us are in agreement that Fenway Sports Group doesn't want to move on from Mike Sullivan, that they're making the decision there. So if they're making that decision, why would it stop there? Why wouldn't they? Their investment was in the Pittsburgh Penguins, but with the idea that for at least the first handful of years— You'd be making the playoffs. You'd be selling merchandise because you got Crosby, you got Malkin, you got Latang, and now at this point you've got Carlson. Like that's what they want. So how am I supposed to feel like they're making the decision on coach, but they're not making the decision on the roster management? They hundred percent are. They're seeing dollars. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they're good at is seeing dollars. And if you acquire something, you want to get a return in your investment. And then there's ways to do that, especially if you have names and brands. And the names and brands for the Fenway Sports Group are the Penguins. Cindy Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Latang. Like, I mean, whether you believe that or not, that is the case. And they're like, okay, Dubas, we know you're a hockey guy. We're not hockey people. We're business people. But in business, we want to keep this here. Do not touch this, but you could do whatever else you want. And he's like, okay, I could do whatever else I want, but what can I do? <laughs> what can I do with, you know, I'm hamstrung on this with, with the moves that I can actually make. I can't really make the moves that I want because you said I can't touch those people. Well, what can I do? And you know what, Doran? The there, there's also this thing that, oh, you can't talk about trading Chris Letang because you're scapegoating him. I'm, I'm not placing blame on Letang. Malkin's not the same player. Eventually, that happens to most guys. It hasn't happened to Crosby. Right. Letang keeps himself in maniacal shape, too. But, you know, there's been a diminishing return on Evgeny Malkin. It's not about scapegoating anybody. It's about, okay, they clearly want Crosby here. Crosby clearly, and he said it to Rob the other day, wants to be here. It's not about saying this is Letang's fault or or. Carlson's fault, though I blame him a little bit. Not Malkin's fault. How do you move on? I'm not saying Latang sucks, but if he were to waive his no move clause, you know who's got value? Chris Latang. You know who I still think would have some value? You probably get pennies on the dollar. Is Carlson Malkin? His contract is not that huge, and he's not performing probably but, even up to that level. But you could still get something for him. Yeah, and the thing about it is with Carlson, Latang, and Malkin, you're talking about basically you have, uh, so what would it be, 12, 13, so it'd be 24, roughly, $24 million of your cap, which is more than a fourth of your cap, that you're not allowed to do anything with. That's the problem. And 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 if they decide, hey, you know what, we don't want to waive our new trades, your hands are kind of tied. Now, one thing that gives me some level of encouragement about Kyle Dubas is that he did what we've seen Rutherford do, what we saw Ray Shero do, and that's the big fish that's out there and available, he went and got that guy in Eric Carlson. It has not worked out. I am encouraged that he did that. But then I start looking at this year's free agent crop, and you're talking about a bunch of aged guys 
that would probably help for a year or two, but then you'd be straddled with their cap situations. What I am at least encouraged by is I do think as this tenure moves forward with him, he is going to turn over all the stones to try to improve the hockey club. But unfortunately, he's hamstrung with those top four players. 412-928-9370. A question for you Penguins fans. Do you want to see this team make a miraculous turnaround and make the playoffs, knowing probably that it's not going to amount to anything? Or would you rather tear it as close to the studs as possible? And I guess for for the sake of discussion, that means everybody but those top four players. 412-928-9370. You can weigh in on the text line. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. You can tweet us. Brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 412-928-9370, the hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Would you rather the Penguins make the playoffs or just sell everyone off, not name Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and I guess Eric Carlson, because he was lumped in there by Kyle Dubas yesterday. We'll get to that coming up in a minute. Your reaction on the text line at 412-928-9370. But first... Boys, this is this is a man conversation that we we need to have all day long. the The new boxer briefs that I have are riding up. We're talking front. We're talking back. I have never felt less comfortable in a pair of underpants to the point where I almost considered taking them off and going commando the rest of the show. A, would you have a problem with that? Probably if I didn't tell you. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm, you would never know. No. B, are we boxers or briefs, boys? Briefs. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you find them that fit? I get the ones that are like compression short, compression shorts, but they're underwear compression shorts. So they're they're, not, are they super tight? Yes. Not super tight. They're like underwear, but they're, they have the more elastic feel to them. So they're going to hug your leg? Ish, yes. But they conform to your body better than just like the baggy, you know, after you wear them a while, they kind of just kind of spread out. Yeah. And the regular ones, the cotton ones, but these ones, they stay the same. I've had them for... A long time. See, I got briefs mm. sliding up my legs is the problem. My other briefs, they'll stay down there. Everything is where it's supposed to be. These ones are just, they're going up and up and up. I, I, I converted. And I think, it, like I said, it, it preserved probably and, and, and extended my uh, 
ability to take shots at the title probably for 10 more years by going from uh, briefs. So I went and bought three pairs of boxers just to try it out. I never wore boxers in my life. And initially, you got to get used to the idea that it feels like you're hanging dog. You know what I mean? That's, walking, that's my problem you know with saying? boxers, and they get right, bunchy. Right, but they don't. They don't get bunchy if you buy them a little bit bigger. So get the longer, the longer boxers. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so you walk around, but you, I'm telling you, it is really changed. My you're a life. free man down there. I feel like a free man, and you know what? There, there are times when, like sometimes, if you get underwear. That is, um, what's that stuff called? Cloth. And you wash it the wrong way or you use the wrong soap in the wash. It leads to a rash down there. You know what I mean? Because, you, you know. You're, Don't, you're or, shaking your, I've never had a rash down there. Uh, like yeah, chafing. Yeah, that, uh, Yeah, okay, yeah, that's you know a what I'm thing. Because, like, like, if you use the wrong soap, it's almost like if you use the wrong soap on, on, on a T-shirt, right? You get. But the other part of it is, like, especially... If you're somebody who's in your car a lot, which I am, I it, it feels so much better being able to drive around sort of like hanging dog, even though I'm wearing, you know what I mean? Than than wearing because of all of the the rubbing and the sweating and everything else like that. I mean, it's not without being gross, it's never happened, but it feels like crotch rot. You know what I mean? And you're kind of like, what are we doing here? So I'm just telling you, it's completely, this was about maybe a, a year ago, I bought a couple of pairs of boxers to try it out, and I'm telling you, it's changed my life completely. Have you ever gone with the tidy whities No. When I was maybe like eight years old. Yeah, when I was like a kid. This you know is what I mean? This is as embarrassing a story as I can tell about myself, and I've told quite a few here on 93.7 The Fan. We used to have these events called teen centers at Mount Lebanon, which I've also talked about. Sixth, seventh, and eighth graders you would go would basically be a dance on Friday nights at whatever school. And back around the time I was growing up, everyone wanted to wear their pants baggy, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd have the boxers showing your butt would be out. Well, I never wore boxers. I didn't want to hang ass with my tidy whities sticking out. I'm talking seventh grade I was wearing tidy whities. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for steering me in that direction. So what I did was... I put on boxers above my tidy whities so that I could show the boxers, but wow. also be comfortable in the way that I was always comfortable with my underpants. So you had three pairs on. Basically. I had, yeah, I had, a, I had but, tidy whities under boxers under jeans. See, I'm just used to wearing like compression shorts because, I mean, in college, I never bought a pair of underwear or socks because they were provided for us at Pitt. So I just would wear my compression shorts as my underwear, and I'd have like 90 pair of them. So like my whole life. I'm like, I'm just used to wearing tight underwear, yeah. so I go out and buy tighter underwear do, now. Do you agree with me, like, if you're, like, significant others or whatever, if, they, if they're walking around the house in boxers, that's kind of hot. That is hot. Would that you agree is with hot. me? I would imagine, Doran, the hottest thing <laughs> is a woman wearing your jersey, something that has never happened to me. Yeah. Because I don't think the fifth grade St. Bernard's soccer jersey would do would do much of anything for <laughs> my a, wife. There's a lot of fun things you could do with a, a significant other or a lady wearing your jersey. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, when your saying... name's on the back, yes, that hits different. I've always liked the button literally, down. Literally, they wear. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> Fan morning show Twitter poll brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick Home Improvement Trust PJ.com. What grade would you give Kyle Dubis so far? I'm at the point, I'm watching that game the other night, Penguins and Islanders, and they blew it. And I was so viscerally mad 
the most angry I've been watching a Penguins game this season because Carlson kicks a puck into the Penguins net. You got Barzell coming out of the box after you go over on the power play. You see Eller start overtime, and then a terrible attempt at a save by Nedeljkovic. It's just all the problems the Penguins have had this year all transpired in one game against a team that they're trailing in the standings. And I was so mad because I was still holding out hope that this team could figure it out. That this team could find a way. Oh, the power play will eventually please be average and it can claw their way back into the playoff race. I was so mad. And then I woke up the next morning and I've had a couple of days to stew on it. And I think I'm at the point where, all right, I don't know that Dubas believes what he's selling. That you can still win and get younger around these guys. But as much as I love what Rust has given the Penguins, what Gensel has given the Penguins, Raquel, all right. I'd rather them not fool us. I'd rather them just have a bad next eight games before the deadline, move off of anyone. I don't know that Dubas's hypothesis that the Fenway Sports Group idea is going to work, but you know what? I'm tired of the same seven guys being your guys, and you haven't won a playoff series since 2018. Like, I'm resigned to the fact, I just want them kind of to lose right now. Mm -hmm. Do you think people are there on that with me? You said it about the Steelers, too. I did. And then they made the playoffs, and it didn't amount to anything. But, but at least in the case of the Steelers, would you agree with me? The, the core of their offense is very young. Like, at least they're already through the rebuilding part of it, if you think about it. I mean, they still have Cam Hayward and, and T.J. Watt is getting up. But for the most part, it's a team that you could look at and say, boy, if they can solve that one position, the next four or five years can be pretty good. You know, we could argue all day about Tomlin or whatever, but if you look at that roster, you say to yourself, I could see that roster in the next three, four years being good. The Penguins, <laughs> I'm sorry, your, your, your best players are all old, and I'm not sure they're getting younger. So, and, and you've got a coach who's going to continue to try and, and you know, uh, appease them in the way that they play, and maybe it, it's just not going to work. The only way you do get younger is by moving off of these guys because cap space isn't going to do it. Like You can't go out into the free agent market and get good players that are young. Look, we could, That's not going to happen. Listen, we could argue all day about what the quarterback position looks like, but why are they in that situation? Because they knew if they kept letting number seven come back and dictate things, they'd never be able to move forward. They called him in. Right, and we know this because he said this. How many times after you know after the the fact, he's basically made it very clear that he wanted to come back, and Colbert and Tomlin said, "No, it's time. You got to do that." It's, it, otherwise, if they still had Ben and they're running him out there, you, I wouldn't feel as good about the next four or five years as I do now because I say they moved on. And, you know, we can argue that they missed on the quarterback they tried to get. We don't know that yet. But you would never, ever be able to move on. And that's the, where the Penguins are. They're not going to move on until they finally say, you know what? You guys have had a hell of a run for us, but it's time. Well, and it would be a different conversation right now. I would have a little bit of belief if, like Crosby, Malkin was still a point-per-game player. Like, if Malkin was still elite – and you want to rearrange some deck chairs instead of trade everybody off by way of attempting to get younger? Okay, I understand it. You know, Malkin's, Malkin's got 40 points in 50-some games. 
Like you can't, you, you're, you're so far away from it. You're so far away from it. If your idea is, if, if their only move were to be to trade Jake Gensel, next year is going to look just like this year. Same thing. Right. And I don't know what this will yield if they were to sell off a bunch of these assets. You have to hit on all those things. But I'm, I'm more, I would be more excited about that than a piece here or there like Gensel, and we're going to reload with everybody else. No, 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 no. You can miss me with that. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Coming up next, Justin Fields spoke on a podcast a couple of days ago. Uh, the biggest newsy item to come from that podcast, and now the odds have changed on the betting favorite to land Justin Fields. That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Atlanta would be tough. The only con of going back home is just people hitting my phone crazy. Yeah. You know, wanting tickets to the game. But, I mean, I think they got a lot of play mag- playmakers on the team. Of course, Bijan. They got my boy Kyle and then... Of course, Drake, they probably need one more receiver. They definitely got some guys over there. And their defense was good this year, too. So that's Justin Fields talking on a podcast about going to Atlanta, where he's from, and how there would be some difficulties there. People would be hitting him up for tickets. I don't think he knows. (laughs) It goes way beyond that, man. Way beyond that. Oh, no. People want to come watch me play football. I think, Kenny Pickett, you're seeing how difficult it can be to play in a place where you've already done things, where in a sense you've grown up. Like We'll talk about now the betting favorite to land Justin Fields in a minute, but do you think, Doran, that Kenny would have been, had a chance to be more successful outside of here? For sure. For sure. I mean, less pressure. Um, you know, I mean, maybe a better situation, a better uh, offense. Uh, you know, everything was just point. I mean, Whenever you have to fill the shoes of a Hall of Famer, that's one thing. And then knowing what you did, you know, next door in college, that's another thing. And, you know, it's just he was in a lose-lose situation. He is unless he wins a Super Bowl. Like I, People are like, what does Kenny have to do in your eyes to, you know, make Pittsburgh think that Kenny's the guy? I, and I said, win a Super Bowl. We said this last week. I said he has to win a Super Bowl because regardless whether he, you know, did well in his first two years, last year, this, or the year before that or not, People are going to hold him to the highest regard because of Ben Roethlisberger. That's what people are used to. Those are the shoes he was going to fill. 
And now, you know, he's next door. I mean, that has a lot to plan to. I think if he was in a different situation, um, he – I don't know if he'd be the starter right away. Uh, you know, maybe he was a backup for a little while. But if he was in a different situation playing quarterback in the NFL, I feel like uh, the pressure would be a lot less for him to perform at the highest, highest level. There wouldn't be, uh, seriously, that, that dynamic, that weirdo dynamic that we see where some Pitt fans, you know – no matter what he does, they defend him vehemently. And then there's some other Steeler fans that it's become like a polarizing thing. Yes. And I don't know that I think. Beyond you know, just quarterback play. I think, honestly, if you think about it, it would be easier for him if it were somewhere else. By the same token, there's pressure at that position. So, and, and, and you know what? If you're the coach of the NFL and you're the quarterback in the NFL, clearly there are places where fans aren't quite as passionate as here, where you could have gone and it would be a little bit easier. But, I mean – if he was playing in, I don't know, Seattle, Houston. If he was Houston. playing, well, if he was playing for the Browns, or if he was playing for the Bills, or if he was playing for some of the, the two New York teams, I don't know. Would he he'd probably still be right now? With you know, especially in New York, where they got talk radio all day long, oh. every day, or Philadelphia. I mean, I think he'd be feeling a little bit of heat. No doubt. So what I said whenever they drafted him was, I didn't buy into the whole. It's going to be tougher on Kenny to play here thing because any first round quarterback, you need to hit on that guy or you set your franchise back significantly. But I I think I'm wrong in that. Like of course if he were in New York to Paul's point, he would get raked over the coals if he didn't perform well. No doubt. But this weird fan base infighting to where the people who don't think Kenny's going to be a guy now feel this need to have to take it to the next level and shout over the masses, it is a disgusting cesspool, the Kenny Pickett conversation when you go on social media. And I think it would be looked at more strictly just from a quarterback perspective if he had landed someplace else. I thought it would be, hey, if you're a franchise quarterback, you're going to have to deal with pressure no matter where you are. This is way harder. Way harder. Way harder. And so when Justin Fields on that podcast says, well, Atlanta would be tough. I'd need, I'd need more tickets. I don't think he understands if he got traded to Atlanta, you'd have a lot of people that would, that would take up for him because of where he's from and all that. You would also have people who would be quick to tear him down if it didn't work out because he would be billed coming in from day one as the yep. savior. Yep. Yeah, I mean, with Pickett, part of it too was – all of the success he had his last year at Pitt. No doubt. And I think he was, in some ways, people thought, okay, is this the guy, is this guy the, is this guy going to come in and be the next Ben? And, of course, some of the people that are detractors of him are Ben fans, the, the Ben fan boys, who just don't want Ben's legacy Now, challenged. that would have happened anywhere following right, a exactly, legend. Exactly, but I, I think that, you know, Kenny – could turn some of the discussion if he played better. To Doran's point, until he wins the Super Bowl, there's nobody, there's a certain group of people that are never going to, you know, but I think he could win over a portion of the fan base just by playing really well next year. I, even if he won a Super Bowl, you know, <laughs> as the Steelers quarterback, everybody would be like, well, he had this guy. He'd be Trent Dilfer. He had a good defense. Oh, well, he had, a, you know, Najee Harris. He had George Pickens. You know, he didn't really play that well. I mean, as I said before, look at Brock Purdy. I mean, it's kind of split of huh. what people think about with Brock Purdy. Like, Brock, Brock Purdy is, you know, a seventh-round pick 
that has played some great football. Oh, is he a game manager? Oh, well, because he has Debo Sam. Oh, he has Christian McCaffrey. Oh, he has George Kittle. Nobody, everybody seems to not want to give Brock Purdy a lot of credit for what he has done. I mean, and, and you know, Kenny Pickett is the same. I mean, like, yeah. you're, you're never going, especially here, him, you know, having the connection with Pittsburgh, you're just never going well, to, well, to well, give The it to Penn him. State you know, fans, the West Virginia fans, they would never give him the full credit. The, the Brock Purdy thing, what's hilarious, Dorn, is the people say, they'll never win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. And it's like, with one minute and 40 seconds left in the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy walked off the field and they kicked the field goal to take the lead. So they were one minute and 40 seconds away. So, okay, because their defense couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes. Oh, and by the way, in overtime, Brock Purdy walked off the field but, again. Well, what, what I'm saying is even if he had won the Super right. Bowl, no, you're he right. would never have gotten the credit for no, winning. No, it would have been Kyle Shanahan gets the monkey off his back. You're, yeah. you're absolutely correct, but you understand what I'm saying? This is how stupid narratives become. It's like, well, you know, oh, well, they'll never win a Super Bowl with him. It's like, well, really, they basically just did, except for they couldn't stop Mahomes twice. What I wonder about Kenny is, so he wins the ACC championship. I hope it works out for Kenny here. Of course I hope it works out for Kenny here. That seems to be the plan. So unless we all want to watch another season that's mired in mediocrity, he needs to take a step forward. Well, speaking of narratives, though, there's another one. Oh, well, the Steelers took him because, you know, the Pitt thing and because the Dan Marino thing and all this other stuff. It's like, you really believe the Steelers operate like that? I, I, they, they, here's what they picked. Here's what they did. They picked a guy they were familiar with, that they really knew his game inside and out. They knew they needed that position, and they felt like he was the most ready. I think that's the biggest reason. I think they also didn't want to have him go someplace else and be really good because of Marino. I think that absolutely played into it. Mm. I don't think it's the biggest reason. I think familiarity is the biggest reason, but I think that was factored into it. What I was going to ask is, like, if Kenny doesn't figure it out, like, is he going to be remembered around here as the guy that won the ACC championship, or is he going to be remembered as the guy that, that didn't work out as the Steelers quarterback? I mean, I said this before the draft. I, I literally, I was like, I, I just worry that in a situation like this, if he were to get drafted by Pittsburgh, that it will take away from all the good that he did for Pitt. And that's the situation that, you know, is, is a, a, you know, that we're sitting in right now. Now, with Pitt people, he'll always be revered. But, like, will you, will this city of Pittsburgh remember him as, you know, a, a quarterback that, led Pitt to an ACC championship, you know, first time that they were really relevant for 30-some years? Probably not. Probably not. They'd be like, oh, well, he was the quarterback that came in that, you know, was with Matt Canada. And then that's it. Coming up next. Well, let's continue this conversation when, when we come back and also fold Justin Fields into it. So there's a new betting favorite to land Justin Fields, and yet another team has now entered the chat. Which team is that? We'll get to that coming up next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So the Falcons have now moved ahead of the Steelers as a minus 130 favorite to be the team Fields plays for in 2024. The Steelers are at plus 350 with the Patriots at plus 700. It's funny. There's not a lot of teams that are in this in this competition for this guy. 
Like, I read that the Raiders might be poking around it, and you brought that up, Doran. By the way, the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram Route 19, and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Like, I know that the asking price on fields initially was maybe it's a first-round pick, maybe it's a couple of picks, whatever. I I bet, I bet Justin Fields has moved for a three. Like, there's just not going to be – there's not a huge market for the guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that makes it even more intriguing to me as a Steelers fan. And it's funny. Like, if we talk about the Penguins, you get people texting, talk about the Steelers, you talk about Justin Fields, people say, stop talking about Justin Fields, stop talking about the Penguins. I think the more and more I think about this Justin Fields situation, the more it makes sense to me if they are really looking for a guy to compete with Kenny. My mind had been, oh, if you bring in Fields, he has to be the starter. For a third-round pick? No, he doesn't. You don't have to pay him. See, I, I think it's going to get to that point because the more the more and more as time passes and days go on, his value drops. And, I mean, and, and if you're really trying to get him off the books, like if somebody wanted him really bad, they would already have gotten him for a, a first-round pick. Now, you know, if, this, if we're in a, the same situation next week, it's going to get lower. It's like, oh, well, nobody's answering the phone. All right, here's a second-round pick. How about a second-round pick? Oh, oh, well, we get a couple texts. We got a couple phone calls. Nobody's really. Biting. They're sniffing around it's like, it. All right. It's like, man, we like okay, we got to figure this out because we don't need two quarterbacks of that ilk on this roster. All right, third round pick. Like, I feel like it is such a waiting game with him right now, and there's not many teams like you said, but I think it is a waiting game between like maybe even Pittsburgh a little bit, the Raiders and Atlanta. That's like, let's see how far we can get towards to the draft, and see what how how what our uh, asking price and what their asking price will be that can fit something that we yeah. can just get him for cheap. Because when you think yeah. about it, it's not they're not trying to. I mean, you always want to get it as much as you can in any deal, duh. But it's not that they need to get a whole bunch for Justin Fields. It's mainly because they don't want to have to pick up the option. They want to reset the clock on quarterback. They've got a couple of top five picks as it is. Like, they can stack their roster with Caleb Williams and then around Caleb Williams if they do get a third-round pick. Like, I don't think they're going to stick to their guns, I guess is what I'm saying, and absolutely demand it be a second-round pick, which makes this more and more palatable for me if you are looking at it from the Steelers' perspective. Like, when Dulac says they're not bringing in a guy that that is going to need to be the appointed day-one starter, well, for a third-round pick and not picking up his contract, he's not going to have to be the anointed day-one starter. You let the chips fall where they may, and you've immediately upgraded the ceiling of your position. And you'd be insane. I, I think that you'd be insane that if the asking price ends up being a third-round pick, I don't care who you are, I just want him on my roster. Yeah. Like for a third-round pick? Yes. Justin Fields? And yes. That, and the thing I, about it is, yeah, you're right. Because that would be what, pick 84 or something? What what number would that be? I'm saying like any yeah, team. Right. Like, right. You know, any t- if it's a third-round pick and you can get Justin Fields on your roster – like you'd be insane not to just even just bring him just because it's a third round. So, so it'd be like 84, 85 for the Steelers, absolutely. I mean, and you're right. I mean, he's at a position where you have a guy that could be a playmaker now on your roster. And and the thing about it is if you're making the trade, to the best of my knowledge, he doesn't have a, 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 a no trade clause, Mm-mm. right? So it, it, this whole thing, well, I don't think he'd want to come to a place where he'd have to compete. Too damn bad. You know what? We're trading for you. You come in if you if you're who you think you are and we think you are. You're going to win the job anyway. Put put it like he for that price in that ask 
you are making your team better regardless of how it shakes out. Like, he is not going to make your team worse. Well, I'll put it to you this way, Doran. If he goes to Atlanta or Las Vegas, or let's throw another one in there, New England at plus 750 right now, and the, and the return is a third-round pick or some, somewhere near there, and the Steelers, it's reported, weren't interested, what it tells me is they're not interested in bringing in a guy that they think would win that job. And it would be a Tannehill. And who knows with Mason Rudolph. Like, if if this if you're not blown away by whatever the return is on Justin Fields and the Steelers weren't interested, it's because they just want to give Kenny the job. If, yes. if, 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 they, if it's Tannehill, what they're basically saying is that this year, his full year is an audition for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be. He's a straight-up backup. He's not competition. You mm-hmm. can call it whatever right. it is. Yes. Right. But Which they is make- crazy to me. Now, obviously, I'm a Kenny guy, but it's crazy that you, as your t- and you look at your team, not just that position, to add an asset to your team. That would be crazy if that was your thought process and you weren't interested and it was a third-round pick. You were doing a disservice to your team by not making your team better. I don't care if he's a backup. I don't care if he's competing. I don't care if he's a starter. But if you had the mindset that we're going to go with a guy in year three to see if he has it, and if he doesn't, we're going to move on, do something else next year, it'd be insane to not entertain that. Yeah, at that Because you wouldn't be making your team better. Exactly. You would, it would be willful. It would, just, it would be a dereliction of duty from the front office to yeah. not get a guy for that pick with the potential upside that he could provide. 412-928-9370, you want to weigh in. The fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, highs of about 50. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 